Want to go on a road trip? Then hit your ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Sky, put your name from my hand. I promise you 
Good morning everybody and welcome to Hitch a Ride with Hayley. My name's Hayley Wheatley and I'm back with you for another week and this week we're talking Vegas baby. So if you've been to Vegas I would love to hear about it in the chat room or if it's on your bucket list would you like to go. It has always been on mine. I've always wanted to go to Vegas and the reason that this week is an important week and I wanted to do our trip to Vegas this week is because I should have been there. I should have been there right now, today. I have always wanted to go to the Las Vegas Dance Explosion and I was invited to teach there this week. Unfortunately, Lady Covid played her cards again and I'm not there. But there are a lot of teachers around who should be there at the moment, so it is quite sad. So when better than to look at Vegas and celebrate it than right now? Um, I have played that first track today. It is quite an important one to start off our day. It's blessed and of course it beautiful dance. I'm sure you remember it, don't you? It was choreographed by Jackie Miranda and Jackie and her husband Doug are the couple that put on the Vegas Dance Explosion every year. What a fantastic job they do and what a wonderful, charismatic and lovely couple they are. If you haven't met them, you must do that and you must try and get out there. So when life is back to normal, let's hope Vegas is on the list. But today we are just going to go there in our minds and celebrate it. I'm going to see who's checking in the chat room. But first, I want to play this next one. My sources say this is one that you hear a lot at Vegas, even before Darren. And Bailey choreographed the dance to it. This was a Vegas favorite. Where it began, I can't begin to know, but then I know it's growing strong. Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Hands Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Touching me, touching you, sweet Caroline. 
Caroline, a little bit of Neil Diamond there. I love that one. Caroline's my middle name. Of course I love that one. It's great to see all the comments popping up in the chat room. Uh, the chat room is playing with me again today. I've actually seen some comments that have now disappeared. Uh, I don't know why you're playing this game with me today, Facebook, but it's all good show. So we are in the home of good shows. We are going to Las Vegas today and I can see you all here joining me. Hello, Carly Lowther. A lovely little wave from you there this morning. Thank you for joining us. Ross Brown, good morning. He says, good morning, Haley and listeners. Not long woke up here. Hope we're all well. We are, Ross. How are you, my love? Jim Sankiewicz is saying, Vegas, baby. I am disappointed because I was so excited to see you in Vegas this year. Jim, I'm really sad we're not there now. And of course, another comment here from Sandra Douglas. She says, well, the plan was that we would all be in Vegas for our first experience of Vegas. Uh, all be there together with the added bonus of friends from all over the world to guide us. So plan B, we'll just do it next year. And of course, Sandra, yes, you'd have been there with us. Uh, or I'd probably have been there with you is the way it always works out uh, you sign up and I tag along <laughs> um, but it would have been amazing but I love the idea of it next year let's do that let's put that in the diary good morning to you HP low he says good morning Haley blessed that was the first dance I played lovely dance choreographed by Jackie Miranda who runs the annual dance explosion in Vegas with her hubby Doug whom I've had the pleasure of meeting awesome that's really cool I hope I get to hang out with you in Vegas one day HP that would be cool Jim is saying good 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 morning from the chilly US oh is it really cold it's very cold here in the UK too and Daniel Dykeman is in the house he says Good morning, Haley, and everyone. There are a few comments here, but they are just loading, so I'm sure I'll be able to access them very soon. And uh, we are talking all things Las Vegas. If you are in the chat room and you have been there, let me know any stories, anything you liked, anything you really want to go back and see. We would have been celebrating my friend Philip Sobrilo's uh, birthday over there at the moment as well. That was one of the plans, and he has been very kind and recommended some tracks to me today. Uh, he is a Vegas dance explosion regular, and of course, why is the Vegas Dance Explosion such a big event? Well, it is the biggest event, really. Uh, it started with about 500 to 800 people when it first happened. And then last year, they had 1,500 people. This does make it the biggest line dance event in the USA. Uh, they have six different rooms of workshops daily with instructors from all around the world, from Europe, from Asia, from America. They have moved around hotels a little bit. This year it would have been at the Westgate Hotel, which looks fabulous, but as do all the hotels in Vegas. And they uh, have also all day dancing in the lobby too, where they take requests and play whatever you want to dance. And I've heard about this one because uh, I know Big Dave is often in the lobby there in Vegas, uh, our own Northeast uh, dance champion, dance DJ champion, uh, Big Dave. So uh, it just sounds like an amazing event. I think it's one thing I've always wanted to do, not to mention all the exciting things like the flash mobs that happen. We can talk a little bit more about that soon. Again, if you have anything to add let me know in the chat room next another one if my sources are correct this is one that is frequently played in las vegas at the dance explosion event sally called and she got the word she said i 
I suppose you heard About Alice Well I rushed to the window And I looked outside And I could hardly believe my eyes So the scene moved on Into Alice's drive Free to sing along, Alice. Sally called back, asked how I felt. She said, I know how to help. Oh, Alice. She said that Alice is gone, but I'm still here. along to that one you just I just can't help myself honestly uh, so another one that I've been told is frequented at the dance explosion and we would be there this week boys and girls if you were booked on the Vegas dance explosion this is when it would have been happening but good news as Sandra has said in the chat room it is set to be on next year so if this show inspires you to want to visit Las Vegas get your tickets booked for this time next year it will be fantastic 
fantastic amazing i'm just checking in to see there's more of us coming into the house here into the chat room dave morgan is here he says good morning Haley, and all listening in while working on some projects good luck with that dave it sounds a busy day jim sankwich is saying it's the seventh inning stretch at fenway park already is this baseball talk? I'm lost a little bit when it comes to sports, Jim. I can see the Boston GIF. Let me know. Let me know. Maureen Clemson is saying good morning, Haley, and everyone tuning in for our trip today. Let's hope you can make it to all the places next year that you should have been. Oh, that's lovely, Maureen. Thank you. I do hope that we'll be away at some places together, even if they are on home UK turf. And Jim Stankridge is saying, you say you're excited to see me, but I know it's all about the cannoli. Indeed, I have heard a lot about this cannoli, Jim, and I will be very disappointed if I do not get to try it. I expect cannoli from you at some point. Uh, you know it. Have anybody, uh, has anyone in the chat room ever been to Vegas? Is it a place you would like to go to? Do you always hear the stories and wonder if they are true? Well, we are going to go into some Vegas facts as the show goes on, as we always do. But first, I'm hitting on the Dance Explosion event because it, it, because it is the reason many of us go there and the reason many of us would have been there right now. All these amazing instructors coming from all over the world thanks to brilliant organization and one of the things I have heard is always so fantastic is the shows at the dance event, the Vegas shows. Um, now, I've heard a lot of choreographers tell me uh, you put a lot of work into them and it is hard work, but it's worth it because they come out amazing. And uh, I believe it's Doug that puts a lot of work in. Both Doug and Jackie are very uh good uh, with performing arts, uh, very knowledgeable about them and these shows turn out just second to none and one of the ones I heard about was a Toy Story show where everybody comes dressed as a toy and does a demo and I'm going to play you a little track next that will be associated a bit with that particular demo. If you've seen this particular demo, let me know. Is it as good as it sounds? I'm sure you can find the videos online if you want to check it out. In a young girl's heart How the music can free her Whenever it starts And it's magic If the music is groovy And makes you feel happy Like an old time movie I'll tell you about the magic And the free old soul But it's like trying to tell a stranger About a rock and roll If you believe in magic Don't bother to choose If it's junk and music Or rhythm and blues Just go and leave Thank you. 
We're in Las Vegas, boys and girls. We are ready to play. Are we ready to gamble? Cast your bets now. I am checking in the chat room and just seeing some great comments popping up here. HP Lowe says, this photo was taken in Las Vegas in 2016. First time I met Joe Thompson and wow, Nancy Hayes in person. Nancy would go on to sing her well-known song, No Points for Naming the Song and Dance. Oh, that's a good one. Well, feel free to post this in the chat room if you know. I always actually start my uh, little events with this particular one because it's a great one for getting people on the floor. What would the name of this dance be? The one choreographed by Joe Thompson and sung by Nancy Hayes. It would be amazing to dance that in person with Nancy Hayes. What a great experience, HP. Thank you for sharing that. Dave Morgan is saying, I last went in 2005 to the Vegas Explosion. Wonderful experience. Great. There's a great advertisement for it there if you want to go. Ross Brown is saying, didn't they do a Barbie and Ken routine? It was amazing as they managed to hold their bodies like toy dolls, even when being carried onto and off the floor. I do remember something about that, Ross. Was it Roy and Fiona that did that, or am I thinking of someone else? Great Toy Story gif there, Jim. And here is Mr. Dave Baycroft himself. Of course, we were just talking about you, Dave. Uh, We are at the Vegas dance explosion, at least in our minds. And if we head into the lobby, we are looking out for you, Mr. Baycroft, uh, because we have all our requests here. I'm going to go into a little bit of history about Vegas coming up. We are just going to enjoy a bit of time at the event at the moment. And here is one of the ones I believe is quite popular there. In fact, this is a classic everywhere. It is Hold Your Horses.
Line Dancer Magazine, then get ready to go back in time. Timelines with Dave Morgan. Mondays, 9 pm UK time, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday 12pm here on Line Dancer Radio. And don't forget, you can try and tune in, stay tuned in, I should say, with Ross after me. Ross will be here for the next two hours. Oh my goodness, what am I saying? From 12 p.m. Uh, Ross is in the chat room actually saying, good job I didn't put Hold Your Horses on my playlist today. I said it would be quite funny because I always steal them from your playlist, Ross. I have great fun doing it. We are in Vegas just talking about the dance explosion. We've been talking about how amazing the shows are, not to mention the flash mobs. Does anyone have anything to share on the flash mobs? Because I've heard about these happening within the hotels and being amazing they've done things such as clap snap lonely drum larger than life stuff like that and i'm sure there's some videos of those online too if anybody wants to check them out has anyone seen any of the vegas flash mobs so we are just experiencing the uh, dance explosion for a little bit as we touch down here in vegas and dave baycroft has put a great comment here he says oh what good timing loved my vegas years the lobby is my my favorite place 
place. I loved the lobby idea at UCWDC World many years ago and loved manning it there too. I loved adding our lobby to Eurodance and just a shame it can only be a little one. It's a fantastic one though. I love the Eurodance lobby. And he says, and the new room at World Dance Masters will be like a lobby too. <laughs> no pressure, Dave Morgan. <laughs> so there we have it. We can do some lobby dancing with Dave. And Dave Morgan has put a fantastic video there. We were talking about one of the demos and it was the Barbie and Ken one. It was actually by Barry and Darianne Amato. Uh, and uh, I have watched that actually. Now I see it again. If you haven't come into the chat room, you can watch that one after the show. Of course, it is definitely something worth watching. We were talking about the size of the dance explosion and how it is a little bit different. And uh, as I just add a little point more to this event, I've heard about the morning uh, praise and work worship line dance, which I thought was really cool because it was something different that I hadn't heard of. I also just discovered just yesterday that uh, Doug Miranda is also a minister. He also, uh, that's, that's another one of his jobs. And uh, in Sunday mornings at the event, if you would like to go along, you can dance some nice praise and worship songs. And in between, Doug will read some verses or scripture and you can enjoy to dance and praise all at once. I thought this was an amazing idea. If my mom's listening in, she always feels guilty about missing church on a Sunday morning to dance, and uh, she would love this. But it's a fantastic novel idea. And of course, one of the popular dancers that is danced there is Scootily, this little light of mine. It was choreographed by Jo Thompson with her mum, Rita Thompson, and it's a great track, and I can imagine everybody dancing this on a Sunday morning, full of life and love, and just being alive. Praise and worship, great idea. This little light of mine You know I'm gonna let it shine let it shine, oh Lord. Won't you let it shine? Let it shine, Scooter. Here we go. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This
Oh, that is such a feel-good track. I love it. Uh, I'm sure we were singing along at home. Well, most of us. Jim Stankericha says, no, really, thanks for choosing that track, Hales. Uh, I know you're a big fan. We all know you're a big fan of Scooter Lee, Jim. Uh, that one's for you. <laughs> Leslie Kidd is saying, morning, Haley. tuned in while working. I was just talking about uh, how I just heard about the praise and worship line dance sessions on the Sunday morning in Las Vegas at the Dance Explosion. I would absolutely love to go to them. I think they would be just an amazing experience to try something so different. We don't have anything like that over here. And uh, Dave is just uh, letting us know in the chat room. This is a great comment. He says, Dave Baycroft, Doug is a good minister. It was quite different DJing for that morning session in the lobby. I'm sure it was amazing. But he's a champion long neck chugger too. I had a contest with him many years ago and lost. Still waiting for a rematch. I've been training for years. <laughs> I can't believe you lost, Dave. I know you're a good chugger too. And I tell you what, if uh, all those years training, I mean, all those beers, that's the only reason, you know, you've been drinking them to for practice. I understand that. I get that. A rematch definitely needs to be on. So I remember I said I am going to talk a little bit about the history of Las Vegas. Yes, learning is fun. Oh my goodness, I just realized this is why my kids tell me I'm lame, because I say things like learning is fun, but I do like to learn new things. Uh, so let's talk about when Vegas was founded. It was founded back in 1829. It was actually discovered when a trader called Antonio Armijo led a 60-man party along the Spanish Trail. He was on his way heading to LA and he came to Las Vegas and he named it so because of the abundant wild grasses and desert spring waters. Um, so uh, Las Vegas means the valley or the valleys I should say it's plural Las Vegas uh, also it can kind of mean the hill area or uh, that type of thing so that's why he saw the, the the springs and the grasses and he thought the meadows was a perfect name for it it became Las Vegas of course the Native Americans were there first a long time before actually 10,000 years ago they were there uh, the Paiute tribe, they moved to the valley in around 700 AD and the settlement was actually established in 1905 after a railroad opened connecting Los Angeles to Salt Lake City. But this wasn't when the urbanization really began. It didn't happen until 1931 and this happened then due to the erection of the Hoover Dam. And we can thank the Mafia, of course, for a lot of the creating and the building that happened in Las Vegas. They built theaters and casinos and pulled a lot of electricity off the Hoover Dam to do it. Yet in 1966, Howard Hughes, uh, the aviation hero ha Howard Hughes, changed the whole game. He spent $300 million, and can you imagine how much that relates to in today's money? He bought up tons of hotels and such likes from the Mafia. This made Vegas a little more cosmopolitan and could we say perhaps family friendly and hence Vegas became what it is today. 
and it is the place to go if you like a little bit of gambling. We know this. This is what we associate Vegas with. But do we get lucky in Vegas? Well, the next track should think so. This particular dance was called Lucky in Vegas, choreographed by Ruben Luna and Lynn Martino. <laughs> The legend of the phoenix <laughs> All ends with beginnings What keeps the planet spinning Ah, uh, the force from the beginning
and join multi-award-winning DJ and Crystal Boot Hall of Fame member Dave Baycroft for the monthly chart show, Saturdays 12 till 3, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. Yes, indeedy. And that last one was a bit of Daft Punk. I'm loving listening to all the experiences in the chat room. Uh, We were talking about Doug Miranda's amazing abilities to chug beer very well. And Jim Sankwich is saying, I chugged with Doug. (laughs) There should be an award. That should be a t-shirt, right? I chugged with Doug. That is next year's Vegas t-shirts for sure. Uh, Jim is saying, I have heard tales and I know Kelly beat him once. Uh, That's Kelly Cavallaro, our DJ here and uh, he says I've seen lots of people try unsuccessfully so you didn't put the end to that story um oh it's Jim sorry uh, it's Doug saying to Jim I chugged with Jug- Doug um I love it I love the saying fantastic Dave is also saying um we had an awesome time with Ruben Luna and he says hi buddy in the UK but here's the Vegas link last time there he came up with a saw Uh, uh, came up with and saw this uh, and thought of you and he brought uh, Dave a Hooters shot glass with shots, wings and Hooters. Say no more, pride of place. How awesome. I have a Hooters t-shirt actually um, and someone in the chat room got me it so I will say no more about that but I love it and I wear it to bed sometimes even though not. it should be, uh, we could do an event. We should do a Hooters event. Yes, What do you think, Dave? That would be awesome. Fantastic. Okay, so we are talking about Vegas. Let's skip back to the Vegas facts now and come a little bit away from Hooters and Chugging for a second. (laughs) Fun facts about Las Vegas. Okay, annual visitors to Las Vegas. So every year they get 36.7 million visitors. That is huge. Average number of weddings per day, 315. That's per day? Wow, that's a lot of marriages going on. Uh, (laughs) I wonder how many end in divorce. The Strip uses 15,000 miles of neon tubing. That is amazing. We'll come back to that in a bit. The average visitor's gambling budget is $541. That doesn't seem a lot compared to what I've heard. It would be more than I would spend though. Average hours per day spent gambling in Las Vegas is 3.9 hours per person. An annual gambling revenue that comes into Las Vegas is $9 billion. Wow, that's a big amount. Now, people always do tend to think that Las Vegas is the capital of Nevada, but it isn't. Uh, Why can't they make it just easier for kids in schools to make the popular cities the capitals? I don't know why. Like many states, Nevada's most famous city is not its capital city. The capital of Nevada is Carson City. Back in the day, Carson City was where the money was. Sure, due to an abundance of silver mines, so they made it the state capital. The Strip isn't actually located in Las Vegas, believe it or not. What? Can we make some sense of this? Okay, the majority of Las Vegas Strip is actually located in the unincorporated township of Paradise. In Las Vegas's early days, the proprietors of casinos wanted to avoid paying taxes to the city of Las Vegas and did so by buying 
buying their casinos outside the Las Vegas city limits. Very clever. Uh, the city of Las Vegas actually then tried to pull a fast one by annexing this new area into the city before these casinos could know what was happening. In a turn of events, the casino owners on the strip got wind of the city's move and quickly voted to create the township of Paradise, thus blocking the city's power play. What a great name, Paradise, to get out of taxes, could be Paradise. So uh, what does this all mean, really, actually? The majority of Las Vegas is now in a different place. It doesn't matter. It's all really referred to as Las Vegas. And if you move through the city, you actually won't even notice any difference as you cross the boundaries. In fact, the only person that will care is the tax man. And here, another little turn of events, the welcome sign isn't actually in Las Vegas either. It's about four miles outside the border of the city. It's also located in Paradise. There we go, there's some facts. Those facts are gold. <laughs> Pardon the pun, I'm trying. Uh, this next track is one called Las Vegas Gold and the dancers of the same name, choreographed by Diana Dawson. And we love a little bit of a Vegas connection, especially today. <laughs> Dreams of fell hack and hold He's only 18 But his body's growing old That breaks heartaches Living life on crown A thousand thousand at it Rodeo towns He gives everything he's got All his heart and soul For bright lights and ten nights Of Las Vegas gold Well I'm beat to shit Broke as a joke Made it through the winter Still on the road I got a million miles And six months left to go Everything's got all his heart and soul 
Las Vegas Gold bit of Austin Waller there, Las Vegas Gold. Somehow in the chat room, the chat has gone over to Hooters. And uh, <laughs> Dave is saying, uh, Dave Baycroft, ask Tina Sparkle about being one of my Hooter girls. That sounds like a story, Tina. We need that one. Dave is saying, you can be one of my Hooter girls, Hayley Wheatley. Well, I have the t-shirt. I do. Of course, I would need Pauline's permission. Oh, maybe we could get Pauline a t-shirt too. That would be a cool event. I'd really enjoy that. Jim has shared Jiffy here too, Hooters. Uh, Jim, have you ever been to Hooters? I was just curious if you'd ever tried hanging out there before. <laughs> of course, you know, I'm being sarcastic. I don't know if that always comes off on the radio. And we have a GIF here from Sandra Burns. Sandra, where have you been? I thought we were some GIFs short today. Great Hooter girls photo GIF there. I tell you, I wouldn't look like that in my top. I have to confess, uh, but I would attempt it. We are talking about some cool stuff about Las Vegas. All these little facts that are popping up. Did we know that Las Vegas wasn't actually in Las Vegas, if that makes sense? Uh, <laughs> but uh, did you know Las Vegas is not just for adults? Of course, people always say they would never bring their kids there. Uh, however, the city has a lot of family fun to offer if you do want to head out there. The city provides kid-friendly attractions such as the Discovery Children's Museum, Bellagio Conservatory and Botanical Gardens, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum, Marvel's Avengers Station, the Titanic exhibit at the Luxor Hotel. Oh, I would love that. Experience a virtual reality with Void, the Coca-Cola store and the adventures at Circus Circus. And uh, I, I do actually think I remember uh, Pauline Baycroft telling me um, about things she did uh, out there when her girls were young. I'm sure she told me a story about Cirque du Soleil, possibly, if my memory serves me. And uh, did you know Vegas has an 11-story tall slot machine? Now, this actually isn't a working slot machine. Uh, could you imagine what the payout would be if it was? Slotzilla is the famous 11-story slot machine, and instead of churning out coins it sends you flying out the front of it because it's actually a zip line and it will have you flying over the crowd on Fremont Street in downtown Las Vegas. This sounds cool. This sounds like it could be an LDF zip line challenge, an LDF extreme challenge. Uh, riders can choose between a sitting position which zips from seven stories up or being in a Superman style flying face down position which may, I may add we did in the LDF challenge and and it flies over five whole blocks of the Fremont Street experience from 11 stories up. That would be amazing. And it does say that the view is amazing and the experience is amazing. My bucket list in Vegas is getting bigger and bigger. Uh, did you know it's not the only city in America named Las Vegas? Uh, undoubtedly, it's the most famous one there is. But uh, in fact, it's a pretty straight shot through to Arizona, to the other side, to the other Las Vegas, which is located in New Mexico. The New Mexican counterpart is about 70 years older than Nevada City, uh, Las Vegas, um, than the one we know and love. But of course, it doesn't get as much press. A simple town with less than 15,000 people 
It has deep roots in the Wild West. It's home to a few cowboy reunions too, if not much else. While visiting the New Mexico Las Vegas, uh, one would be uh, able to then say that you have indeed been to Vegas. Although I've been told it wouldn't provide nearly as much excitement or entertainment as the Las Vegas in Nevada. Without Las Vegas, there'd be no FedEx. FedEx is one of the most extensive package shipping companies in the world. If you have had something delivered to your door, you've probably heard of them, especially at this time of year. We can't shop. It feels like I'm getting a parcel every 10 minutes in my house at the moment. But it might not, or it might come as a surprise, that the success of the company is based on a winning bet in Vegas. During its early years, FedEx was on the cusp of going out of business and couldn't afford to buy jet fuel for its cargo planes. So on a whim, FedEx founder Frederick Smith took the company's last $5,000, flew to Vegas and played blackjack until he turned the company's last 5K into $27,000. This was enough money to keep the company afloat and turn things around. So cool. Maybe the house doesn't always win. Uh-huh. This is a nice story for FedEx. Amazing. The city's most famous water fountain uses grey water. Huh? Not apparently this is an urban myth circulating for years that the Bellagio fountain and lake uses grey water. If you've never heard of this before, the term grey water describes water that's previously been used but not sanitized. The legend states that the fountain water consists of the shower and sink wastewater from the hotel. Oh, gross. Well, I'm here to tell you that this is absolutely not true. The truth is that the fountain and its eight-acre man-made lake uses water from a fresh water well that was dug several decades ago by a golf course that once existed on the site. So there we go. Myth busted. You heard it here. And here I was talking about the bright lights of Vegas. So here is another fact. It's the brightest city on Earth. That's right. According to National Geographic, when viewing Earth from space, Las Vegas is the most brightly lit area on the entire planet. I know, it shouldn't be surprising though, right? Since the city is known for its famous glow and we heard all about the amount of light they used just a second ago, the brightness also has to do with the density of light in such a small area. All right, another fact. I have loads for you. It is that time when I reel off the facts. But a black book banning list, it really does exist in Las Vegas. It seems like something from a movie when you hear of the Las Vegas black book but it is a real deal. While each casino and bar has a list of banned individuals that apply to their particular establishments, the black book is a definitive for the entire strip. Therefore, the people listed in the black book are not allowed to enter any casino in Las Vegas. The history of the black book goes back to the days of the mafia rule in Las Vegas, and today the names inside are generally people who tried to cheat the system. I'm pretty sure the guys from the movie Ocean's Eleven would be in that book, and uh, I'm glad that that's the only thing you would get in the book for, or else I don't think I'd be visiting Vegas very much. General partying, raucousness is not there. So we are safe, guys. We can head out there in future. Now, here is something that doesn't happen often in Vegas, snow. But in fact, snow in Vegas is a fantastic dance, choreographed by Alan Burchill and Jackie Jacks, this one, and it's my next track. Lying here with you on top of me 
to be Just when I was thinking We'd come about as far As this old road Could take us Time to pull on over, baby Yeah, just stop the car Then it falls like snow Vegas, a bit of David Gray there, a great Jackie and Alan choreography with that one. We're still talking about hooters in the chat room. Uh, I've just found out Pauline Baycroft has a hooters shirt. Pauline, this game is on. We've got to wear these for an event. This is amazing. Jim Slankovich is saying hooters, never heard of it. And I can see a fantastic photo in the chat room of him there with Fred Whitehouse. They're there together in hooters with three beautiful hooters girls fantastic and of course i was joking because i know you like it there jim i've never ever been to hooters maybe one day linda burgess is saying morning Haley. we've been to vegas three times but i've learned more in the last half hour about it thank you oh thank you linda that's so lovely d musk is saying i remember hooters back to hooters did you get a t-shirt d 
There is the question. Do you have a shirt? Very interesting. Uh, Sandra Burns is saying, Hooters is featured in the film Blended. Love it. I've never heard of that film. Oh, and of course, Jim says Sandra Burns in Big Daddy. It is. I love that movie. I love Big Daddy. It's one of my favorites. Uh, there's a lot of love here for Adam Sandler from Jim. And I second that. I adore Adam Sandler. Uh, his his new Halloween movie was great too. Sandra Burns is saying, Hi Haley. I've had three days off work, Friday, Monday and Tuesday, and the place has fell apart. Now working twice as hard to try and get things back on track. Makes you wonder if a holiday is worth it. And a little bit of an exhausted, angry face there. And I agree, Sandra. I know a lot of people People that do that they take the time off one of my friends is just in the same and she's working twice as hard so it's not even like a holiday really because you put in the extra hours later but Sandra's saying did you miss me of course we did Sandra absolutely Jim is saying I know birthday girl Lauren Croucher and Michelle Risley have both done the zipline over Fremont Street and have posted videos on their pages I must have missed that Jim I would love to see that and is that uh, Lauren's birthday today I didn't know it was your birthday Crouch happy birthday birthday beautiful girl and of course we are talking to FedEx great about FedEx great gif there welcome to FedEx Wooah. and Jim is saying I know we have to be getting to it but the fact that Vegas is now a foodies destination and he's asking Dave have you ever been to Pepper Mills so is that a place you're recommending Jim you know I like talking about food but actually I don't have that many foodie facts here today I do have a few more facts here uh, Sin City's version of the Great Sphinx if you've seen it it's actually bigger than the real one uh, the Great Sphinx of Giza is one of the most beautiful and iconic monuments ever made in human history so naturally Las Vegas has to have a duplicate. Oddly enough though, the Sphinx at the Luxor Las Vegas is much larger than the Egyptian Sphinx of Giza. The original statue is a mere 66 feet tall while the Las Vegas version towers upwards of 110 feet. Oh, there is a foodie fact here actually that Las Vegas eats more shrimp than the rest of the USA combined. This is a pretty unique way to beat the rest of the country, but I guess Las Vegas is a pretty unique place. According to the Las Vegas Sun, people in Las Vegas consume 60,000 pounds of shrimp each day. That's about 30 tons, guys. That's a pretty massive number. But consider the sheer amount of people loading up their plates at buffets in the city every day. I suppose it makes sense. It's still pretty shocking, though, that a single city, a uh, city, in fact, that's nowhere near the ocean, can eat more shrimp every year than the entire rest of the country combined. Many casinos in the town also, we must add, don't have a fourth floor. Uh, we know the number 13 often strikes fear into the hearts of some Westerners as being an unlucky number. For Asian guests, however, the number 4 is considered to be much more unlucky. Las Vegas hotels avoid numbering the floors with a 4 to ward off any superstition linked between the number 4 and death. The word for death in both Chinese and Japanese sounds eerily sounds similar to the number 4. And we can all agree, nobody actually wants to sleep in the death room, right? So hotels like the Rio skip right from their third floor to the fifth floor when labeling their 42-story hotel and this is so that Asian guests can come as they frequently do and stay with a great sigh of relief. Okay, we were talking about weddings. Well, it's actually over 120,000 couples that get married in Las Vegas each year. Do you think you heard that right? You did. Las Vegas plays hosts to over 120,000 weddings every year. That's over 
10,000 weddings each month and uh, wow, they can't all be spare of the moment, right? I think some people do go out there and plan to go out there, but it does make Las Vegas the number one wedding destination in the country and possibly even the world. Okay, fact number 15 we're up to. You can really gamble just about anywhere in Las Vegas. And if you're worried about a lack of gambling options in Vegas, please don't be. Oh, you really weren't worried, were you? Not only is there abundance and abundance of casinos to explore, but there are slot machines and video poker machines in lots of different places too, from movie theatres to airports, even grocery, liquor and convenience stores have their own gambling areas. Ka-ching indeed. All right, I have loads of facts. I always have loads of facts. But uh, did you know here, talking about slot machines, there's actually, one, uh, for every one resident in Las Vegas, there equates to eight slot machines. So that means every eight Las Vegas uh, s slot machines has one resident. Am I saying that right? Uh, with the Las Vegas Valley residential population being around 2 million uh, people, that is quite a lot of slot machines. Uh, I, I personally would be more excited about this fact if the residents got to split the profits from each one eight ways. That would be kind of cool. Gambling was once illegal in Las Vegas between 1905 and 1929. Would you believe it? It was illegal. The state criminalized gambling, but it didn't take long before Nevada realized their mistake and they legalized gambling again in 1930. Las Vegas is also considered to be the ninth island of Hawaii. Now, this is unofficially, uh, but the reason for this is the city's large population of Hawaiians. Like Hawaii, the city is based entirely on tourism, um, but it's a lot cheaper to live in Las Vegas than it would be to live out in Hawaii. So maybe the uh, state's official greeting should be aloha. There are 150,000 hotel rooms in Las Vegas. It would take the average person several lifetimes, uh, 288 years to be exact, to spend one night in each room. I have just a couple of more facts after our next song, but talking about all this gambling, we know we really should be lucky. So here is a Tina Argyle dance next. This one is called Lucky Touch. Sunday morning, man, she woke up fighting man. Bitching and moaning on and on about the time I had And by Tuesday you could say that girl was good as gone And then when Thursday came around I was all alone So I went for a drive to clear my mind Ended up at a shell on I-65 
When she heard about my newfound luck on that FM dial And it's crazy how lately now it just seems to come in ways What I thought was gonna be the death of me was my saving grace It's got me thinking that her leaving is the Starting to finish off our time here in Las Vegas, Nevada. So if you have anything to add, any stories, any wishes that you would like to achieve if you ever go there, let me know in the chat room. Joan Ord has just shared a fantastic photograph. That's me with you in there, Joan and Elvis. And we are in Las Vegas, although not the real Las Vegas, but it was a fantastic event hosted by Dave and Pauline Baycroft. Uh, it was Christmas in Las Vegas and we had an amazing time. This is actually about this time last year. I think we were there. Fantastic. Wish we could be there this weekend again. I just have a few more Vegas facts here as well. Uh, only 15% of Vegas visitors actually go there to gamble. Uh, many of them, in fact, 71% of visitors end up gambling in the end at some point during their stay, but they kind of just go for the entertainment. Uh, after all, if you come to Vegas and don't gamble, have you actually been to Vegas? Have you experienced it? I don't know. I have a lot of friends that have won big in Vegas, and we were talking as well in the chat room about movies. Uh, Blended it was one that Sandra 
Sandra suggested, I'm going to look out for that one. And if you haven't seen Big Daddy, uh, Jim suggested that one. You've got to watch Big Daddy. It's an amazing movie. I said I used to love the little boy in it. He was so cute. Uh, they were twins, but they grew up less cute as time went on. And I think they're on um, a TV show now that my daughter watches. Uh, the names just escaped me, but I know it'll come to me in a second. Uh, talking about Vegas, back to it, the Bellagio Hotel. And we were talking about the Sphinx being bigger in Vegas than it, the real Sphinx in Egypt. And actually, this is the same case for the Bellagio Hotel. The Bellagio Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada is bigger than the Bellagio in Italy, the original. And uh, the hotel and casino on the Strip has 3,950 rooms, hotel rooms in total. And the actual population of Bellagio in Italy is 3,707. So the hotel has more rooms than population. And here we go, just some little facts if you're thinking of going out there. We all know that Las Vegas is one of America's most interesting cities, but we need a few little FAQs before we go. So what are you looking at for a room per night there? The average is $105. If you want to go somewhere in a cab, uh, $14 or $14.5 is the average. If you want to take that much out there, remember Ubers might be cheaper if you check those out. An average buffet meal in Las Vegas is around $25 and you pay around an average of $7 a drink. Your cover charges will come out at around $30 average and if you want to go out there and get married you're looking at around $55 for a wedding license. There you go. If you want to go to a spa there you're probably looking at about $100 for an hour and if you want to play golf out there if that's your thing 18 rounds will cost you around $75 plus really depending on where you go. Uh, many the income from most resorts does come from gaming so your gambling is quite important uh, out there actually 46% of the hotel's income comes from gambling uh, probably around 20% comes from what you pay for your room 20% from food and 14% just from other things uh, the odds if you want to win out there it varies greatly between different games and casinos if you want to know what you're looking at losing per day, the average player loses around $250 a day. And some fun facts, if you want to head out there, uh, the Cirque du Soleil is one thing you've got to see. It's an amazing experience. And it started from just street performers. And they built this show, and now it includes former Olympic athletes. We spoke about the Bellagio Fountain a second ago. If you want to choose a song for the fountain to play, you can do so. But one song will cost you around $250,000. So this is just for the big spenders. The Stratosphere Hotel there is the tallest observation tower in the United States, the second tallest actually in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, prostitution is pretty big there. It's illegal in Clark County, but there are 28 legal brothels in Nevada, if that's your thing. MGM Grand, the lion there, is the second largest bronze statue in the world, and it's actually the largest in the United States. And in 2011, we were talking about the amount of visitors. Well, going back even then, the visitors were recorded at 39 million seven hundred and twenty seven thousand and twenty two visitors there we go las vegas i hope you've enjoyed being in viva las vegas with me i couldn't come to vegas without finishing off with this track this is a gary lafferty choreography and it's called sin city swing 
What a way to kick off our trip to Vegas, or finish off our trip to Vegas, I should say. It feels like we should be going, but our time here is ending. I do have quite a few, uh, a lot of time left for the rest of the show, so stick with me. Although we are leaving Vegas, we are still going to have plenty of fun. We still have fun to have. And uh, I am just looking through the chat rooms as well. If you enjoyed um, those facts, I have just in the chat room posted a little poster with some of those facts on so you can reread them and check up on them. We were talking about the Sprouse twins as we were talking about the movie Big Daddy. Uh, Jim Stankwich is saying Cole is on Riverdale. Dang it. Thank you, Jim. That was the name of the show I was trying to think of. My daughter, Ella, absolutely loves it. She keeps going on at me that I must watch it. Maybe I will one time when I get the time which is not very often uh jim is saying there were they were on disney channel shows too of course uh the sweet life of zach and cody is the one that i remember but i remember seeing them on other things too they they were cute uh, they were cute apparently i've been told uh, from the viewpoint of a teenage girl one of the twins is more cuter than the other however i don't understand that because they are identical I'm too old to get this completely. Um, Of course, the time is ticking on. We are traveling, uh, if not in real life, in our minds as you hitch a ride with me. But it is getting closer to Christmas. We will be squeezing in some Christmas tracks on our travels soon. But there is one more important thing I just want to share with you at the moment, and that is the launch of the Line Dance Foundation Secret Santa Appeal. And uh, what a great time to think about this, to think about giving to others, and who 
better to tell you about it than the Lady Helen O'Malley herself. Greetings everyone. Christmas is a time of giving, so the LDF are reaching out to our friends all around the world and asking you to support the LDF Secret Santa Appeal. In these weeks before Christmas and throughout all the land, LDF are preparing for the challenge at hand. Letters and cards on LDF's desk from dancers worldwide with heartfelt requests. This COVID pandemic has taken its toll on income and health. It cuts deep to the soul. Big difference the funds from this appeal will make for those in our world who deserve a small break. To DJs and teachers, live dancers all, singers, musicians, LDFs making this call. Help deliver our message in the season of giving. We'll sprinkle some magic if everyone's willing. Let's make this a Christmas full of festive good cheer and send a message of hope for a happy new year. You can support the LDF Secret Santa Appeal by going to the Line Dance Foundation website and donating. You know every penny will make a difference to somebody within our dance community. On behalf of the LDF Trustees and Ambassadors, we would like to extend our sincere thanks to everybody within the dance community for supporting us throughout the year. We would also like to wish everybody a very happy and safe Christmas. Surprise. 
So just before that, I was just talking about that Line Dance Foundation Secret Santa appeal. And I'm just in the chat room. A great comment here from Sandra Douglas I'd like to read out. She says, well, a donation instead of a Christmas present would be great. Tell people you've made a donation instead of giving them a present. And this will make them feel good about themselves. That is a brilliant point. Great idea, Sandra. Thank you for that. Don't forget about this appeal. It really will be fantastic if it comes off and helps so many people. Um, that last track I played was Castle by Halsey. It's a Joey Warren dance and I'm going to come to this question. This is mainly for those of you in the UK but bear with us. Have you seen the new series of I'm a Celebrity? And I know you're either going to love me or hate, and hate me for talking about it because a lot of people go great I love I'm a Celebrity and a lot of people will be sitting there now going oh no. But I've got to confess I don't watch a lot of TV never mind um reality TV. I'm not a fan of Love Island. I'm not a fan of like Geordie Shaw or anything like that. I'm not a fan of Big Brother, but I really do enjoy I'm a Celebrity. And uh, I, I, I don't think it's the fact that there's so much weird, gross and unbelievable stuff happening in it. I think I just would love to do it. And I've always loved the thought of camping. And one of the messages that hit in my inbox this week was, could we go to I'm a Celebrity on the show? Well, I don't think I could do it justice, but we can go over it a little bit on the weekly show. And of course, it will be so different because if you don't watch it and you are new to it, let me explain. This is a show that has ran for 20 years, taking you to the Australian 
Australian jungle. And of course, we've been to Australia a lot of times on the show, so it probably wouldn't be worth doing it again. But in the jungle, they do some amazing things. They camp out and they live a pretty rough life. They eat some weird things. They go up heights. They do some amazing tasks. And this year, people can't travel out to Australia. So what have they done? Hence, like that last track, that Joey Warren dance, they went straight to the castle. They went to a castle in Wales. And uh, I would love to know if you're in the chat room and you watch this, what you think of the contestants. There are quite a few different contestants within the walls of this Welsh castle. There's Sir Mo Farah, the very famous Olympic runner. He's 37 and in there. Uh, Jessica Plummer, who's a singer and actress. If you've seen uh, EastEnders, if you watch it, you may know her from there. She's 28. There's Bev Collard of Coronation Street fame. She's 63. Uh, AJ Pritchard, who you may know from Strictly Come Dancing. He's a professional dancer, age 26. There's Vernon Kay, who's in them. Now, you may know Vernon from so many different things. He's a presenter. He's uh, on TV and radio, actually. 46 years old uh, Holly Arnold is in there she is a Paralympian athlete uh, I think Javelin she does, she's 26 Shane Ritchie of EastEnders fame uh, he has presented things in the past too as well as famously being married to one of the Nolan sisters he's 56 Jordan North who might be one of our wild cards here he's a BBC One DJ age 30 and there's Victoria Derbyshire who is a BBC journalist and presenter she She's 52. And finally in there, there's Giovanna Fletcher. Now, not many have heard of her. She's a podcast host and she's always also an actress and author. But she uh, she is quite... Her podcasts have done very, very well. Parenting podcasts. And she claims fame to millions of people watching her get married on her video feed. She's 35 years old. Um, she kind of reminds me a little bit of Michelle Risley, but she's nowhere near as pretty as Michelle, actually. Uh, but she seems really cool. And they are putting two more in today. If you're watching it tonight, two entertainers, Russell Watson and Ruthie Henshaw, are going in there today. Now, in the chat room, I'd love to hear, has anybody watched this? I'm going to check in and hope that these will load. But first, I'm going to play you another castle-related track. This one is Castle on a Hill. Here we go. When I was six years old, I broke my leg. And I was running from my brother and his friends. Tasted the sweet perfume of the mountain grass I rolled down I was younger then Take me back to when I found my heart Broke it here, made friends and lost them through the years And I've not seen the boring fields in so long I know I've grown, but I can't wait Go home. I'm on my way, driving at 19 and I'm lost country late, singing to tiny dancer and I missed the way. 
Fifteen years old and smoking and rolled cigarettes Running from the law through the backfields and getting drunk with my friends Had my first kiss on a Friday night I don't reckon that I did it right But I was younger then Take me back to when we found Weekend jobs when we got paid We'd buy cheap spirits and drink them straight Me and my friends have not thrown up in so long Oh how we've grown But I can't wait to go home for you there. So we are just talking a little bit about the castle on the hill, that is the Welsh castle that the Ima celebrity celebrities are in at the moment. Now fear not if you don't get this in your country and you're listening in from outside of the UK because I will fill you in on things that happen. So firstly of all, the celebrities arrive to the castle not in their usual manner of being flown in or bungee jumping or not bungee jumping, sorry, skydiving I should have said or going in boats. They they uh, they arrived quite e- easily into the castle, met each other. They had a little bit of a 
task to get in there. They had to get some boxes to get their things and this involved a little bit of abseiling. Following that they all settled in and they got used to the camp. We saw a great map of the castle which is very small in area. Of course if they want to shower this year there has to be one person pumping at the taps and one person keeping them warm, so keeping the water warm or it is a very cold shower. And what was hilarious was seeing Vernon Kay shower for the first time. He is a very tall man and he stuck very high out of the, the shower curtain. Uh, but they all seem like really great people actually. I was saying this year that there isn't one that I immediately think, oh I don't like that person. Uh, they all seem really nice people. And the first task was to be locked in coffins in the ground with lots of snakes. And poor Jordan North absolutely freaked out. He didn't think he could do it. And Shane Ritchie was absolutely amazing. He talked him around and told him we could do this. And they got a full house. They collected all their stars, which meant the people back at camp got to eat that night. There was again another eating task last night, which involved Beverly Collard, Vernon Kay, and again, poor Jordan North, they had to eat things such as a cow's tongue, uh, goat's eyeballs, and a penis, among other things. And they did amazing. Again, a really full house, especially uh, when Vernon Kay uh, had to eat the testicle and it exploded in his mouth and he gave it another try. He did it. It was amazing. So very, very good show from all the celebs so far. And I am asking if you have your favourites yet. We will touch it on the show. Uh, Angela Boland has put a great comment on. She says, my favourites are Shane, Jordan and Beverly on I'm a Celeb. Good choices, Angela. She says, poor Jordan is having a hard time with the tasks, but is stepping up to the mark for the group. Shane will probably win as he is coming across so well. I totally see that. Uh, I think Shane will do well. I think Jordan might be a bit of a, a wild card too because he started out so scared and he's doing so well. So don't forget that if you are in the UK, you can tune in again tonight. All 10 of the celebrities will be doing another task. I know Joan Ord is trying to comment on the chat. If you have anything to add, Joan, do pop in the chat room. I would love to read it. Um, I'm going to play another one talking about those snakes in the coffin and we will just touch a little bit back on I'm a Celebrity again next week. So keep your comments there if you want to bring them into next week's chat room. This one is called Green Snakes. There was two dancers to this one. Gary Lafferty and Yvonne Anderson both had one to this and it seems apt when we're talking about those snakes in a coffin. Snakes 
lights on the ceiling, walking walls I can see. One fool on a stool, and on that stool sits this fool me. Dances Green Snakes. The song was Fool on a Stool by Zona Jones. It was just because we were talking a little bit and just touching in on the I'm a Celebrity subject. Uh, there's been loads of viewers. Apparently this year there was a peak audience of 12 million viewers, which is a million more than last year. So obviously switching from the jungle has done them no harm. And if you don't watch it but you are curious about what I'm talking about, I've just put a little bit of a picture in the chat room of poor Jordan North when he experienced those snakes for the first time. And uh, if you watch it every year, you may remember John Barrowman with the snakes. Do you remember? That was quite a memorable one too. That was a good one to watch. Uh, some great fun. As I say, I do like it. Me and my family watch it. Uh, it's kind of becomes an addiction. I guess reality TV does that. But out of reality TV, this would be my pick. Tune in tonight, guys, because you will see Russell Watson and Ruthie Henshaw join the gang. Okay, so we're going to go back to a little bit of travel kind of subject at the next moment. <laughs> I am doing it again. I'm mixing up uh, translator available. We're going to go back to a more travel related subject in a moment. Uh, I want to talk about one of the questions that came into the inbox. Uh, if you have a non-refundable hotel room, is there any way you can get a refund? Uh, awkward subject guys uh, here's just a little bit more of what you can hear from us this week and then we'll chat more about that get on the honky tonk highway with kelly cavallaro to find out what happened the morning after the night before tuesdays 2 p.m uk time on line dance on radio Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Weekdays, Good morning. 8 to 9.30 a.m. UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. Everyone place your bets and join Tino Herger for the Line Dance Roulette Show. Every Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. UK time, here on Line Dancer Radio.
So I'd love to hear what you think about today's topics. Of course, we had to play the line dance roulette jingle because actually we've been to Vegas today and we have also talked a little bit about I'm a celebrity. And of course, as always, we're talking about travel and will you be going on your travels again? Of course, good news all around the world is that vaccines are hitting every country at the moment for the coronavirus. And in the UK, we've just spent a lot of money on getting these vaccines within our realms so that we can distribute them fairly along to all our vulnerable people in the country. This is hopefully good news because we can then expect maybe a more normal 2021 if normal is actually a thing anymore. And uh, again, are we being over keen? I mean, there's a lot of gifs there saying, oh, isn't it sweet how we plan for 2021? Like it's really going to change. Of course, there's two sides to it. And one of them is traveling. And we don't book anything, right? You ever have that where you go, oh, look at this deal. I'd love to go for that. But will I be able to go? Or will I lose my money? And of course, now if you book a refundable room, the price on that is going sky high. The non-refundable ones are the ones that are cheap. But what happens if you book a non-refundable room and you can't go? Can you get a refund? No, of course you can't, unfortunately, because that is why it's called a non-refundable room. But there may be another option because you may be able to sell on your non-refundable room, possibly. And this is not just relevant to coronavirus. That becomes a very separate thing. This is if you personally get ill and can't go. A lot of places now, if it is because they close, of course they will refund you. But if you can't personally go because of your personal circumstances, try selling it on. Um, a lot of hotel booking sites, their official line is, you can always change the name for free, but we don't allow you to resell it. Okay, so in essence, they're happy for you to give your reservation to a friend or a family member to use, but they can't find, but they, they don't want you to sell it on. Reselling is not allowed officially, but how can they find out if someone has paid you cash for the room? Uh, they might refuse to allow that person to check in, might they? Well, no, because officially they can't prove that that is the case. Uh, in some cases, reselling is banned in the terms of con and conditions, but often it's not mentioned at all. If you're willing to take the risk, try a specialized, a specialist website, Room Travel, rumortravel.com I'll say that again rumortravel.com is a place where you can list your hotel room for free and if someone buys it the site handles the admin and the name changes and they do all of that for about a 10 to 15 percent fee so you're not losing that much if there's a problem with your resold room not being honored on your guest's arrival the site themselves will actually put these people in their place they will sort this out at no extra charge so you can rest assured that no one will get stung for this so there's an idea there's a just an idea for if you're wanting to plan something next year and you're worried about what the outcome might be keep that website in mind uh, again, I'll read it out. Rumor Travel, R O O M E R T R A V E L dot com, and you can sell on your room at last minute's notice if you need to. All right, here's a related track. This is a Joey Warren and Debbie Rushton choreography. It's called Spinning Rooms. Great dance. I did this one in Chicago. Love it. She's awaiting, praying that 
daddy don't drive tonight She's pacing the floor, she's checking the time Wondering how the glow with that porch light Hasn't gone out, cause it's been on now For three days straight, he's been wet to be found Probably drowning in the neon where the wagon broke down She called up his mama and his friends in town But they ain't seen him, another night of no sleeping In a hotel room with the TV on Getting lost in the static with the curtains drawn Knowing this could be the time that gets her gone for good He'd quit if he could But one down, two down, three down, four Can't even recognize the man in the bottles and uh, they called the dance spinning rooms okay so just uh, in the chat room I've put guess where our last destination is today and I'm just going to take you for a little idea if you are thinking of going away next year then maybe you could consider somewhere in Europe that is quite easy and cheap and at the moment there's a lot of deals going for Corfu and it looks an amazing place actually I've never been according to mythology Corfu was named after the daughter of Asipus who was named Kekaira a nymph who the Greek gods used fell in love with and brought to Corfu what a sweet story. Corfu is the only destination in Greece during the last 100 years where cricket is played. So if you're a cricket fan, there you go. Corfu pioneered and opened the first Philharmonic Orchestra and the School of Fine Arts in Greece, as well as being the first in Greece to open a university. Great, great things. Corfu is home to 115 beaches too, so you can get your suntan on those beaches if you want to. 
So where is good to stay in Corfu? Where would you head? Well, if you think Corfu's pretty mainstream, you're right. But its well-trodden ribbons of resorts are concentrated along one stretch of the east coast near the airport. And there are some lovely chic and tranquil hotels to be found here. If you're looking for adults, only glamour, try one called Domes Miramare, which is a hushed low-rise resort with squishy daybeds and gorgeous food. Double rooms can come for only £142. For families, Marbella or Marbella is a cute Mediterranean village with lots of pools and tasty restaurants and is really great on a budget too. Set on a town square it's a great place to chill and relax and even the all-inclusive places there are a cut above the rest. Uh, if you go to somewhere like Luxmead, Afnila Bay, it has posh perks such as a private beach but there's no extra price tag for that. But if you're a couple or a group and you want to hire a car and strike out for the northwest or far southeast of the island for greener pastures or sandier beaches, try the glam but friendly spa-equipped Delfino Blue or the no-frills apartments which are nice and cheap of the Zephyr hotel overlooking one of the island's best beaches. Even more for the secret feeling you can go on the pebbly fishing bay of the Bukhari in the south and again you can go there to little B&Bs and you can stay just in a B&B overnight for about £88 if you want to. So there we go just a little idea if you're trying to plan a trip away. Again I'd love to know who is traveling and who isn't. We're going to pop into France next week to start off and we're going to talk about what you could do if you were going to have uh, a week away in Paris. How well can you get to know the city of Paris if you're only there over a long weekend? And long weekends are what we may actually be doing more of in future as this year's rushed past us and two weeks away somewhere exotic seems a far off dream I have to admit. Well today's gone really quick guys but thank you for coming to Vegas with me. I would love to see you all back same time next week. The time has flown past, so I need to finish with this one. This is one of my own choreographies, and the track and the uh, the track is called "Where Does the Time Go." See, see you next week, guys. Where does the time go? Like the tip of an arrow, it flies through the cold air of a long winter's day. Where does the time go? If only we knew, I would take you there to see our love grow. Where does the time go? And you're looking back on the things you said, and you're holding back as you chase the thread. Words and dreams you've always had for the future When you're passing through all the idle ways That you once believed would fill up your days That you needed then but you don't need now to confuse you where does the time go? Like the tip of an arrow It flies through the cold air Of a long winter's day 
does the time go? If only we knew, I would take you there to see our love grow. Where does the time go? When you add it up, there's so much to lose from the past that lives in the heart of you. If you don't respect the time that fades, it will not come back to be part of Inside of you, and the future waits like a clear blue sky to seduce you. Where does the time go? Like the tip of an arrow, it flies through the cold air of a long winter's day. Does the time go? If only we knew, I would take you there to see our love grow. Where does the time go? We're online to see our love grow. Where does the time go? Shine. 